welcome to the show, everybody. This is our first in a series of, I don't even know how many. We'll see how we do with this, Scott. I, I, I don't want to say what, 37 races, 36 races. Uh, yeah, we'll see how far we get along, but... You know, we're, we got to start at number one. I think it's going to have a lot to do with how the baseball strike <laughs> goes. That is definitely true. That's a good point. Zach Vaughn checking in for Facebook says NASCAR is back, baby. That's right. What do you think of Joey Logano in the top three? We're fuck. We're jumping right in. Of course, we're going to be joined. I'm going to save that for. I'm going to save that for later, James. But all I'll say is I'm not exactly a big Logano guy in this race. I'll you're, put it that way. You're yeah. You're you're not a big Logano guy at all, are you? I think that he's fine. The issue I have with him is that it seems like he's had issues avoiding wrecks at Daytona recently. So I'm kind of pumping the brakes on Logano. I think he's fine. I think there are better drivers out there. Logano's every now and then just seems to make a stupid decision when it comes to either not being aggressive enough or being too aggressive in some spots where he shouldn't be. For me, it just seems like Logano has a hard time picking his spots. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I do agree with that. I'm trying. I'm trying to see. I don't have a. Okay, so uh, Logano has here's his here's his stats. He's run twenty six times at Daytona, one win, six top fives, ten top. Or excuse me, nine top tens, fifteen top twenties. I have a couple of props involving Logano. Okay, but his last five races at Daytona. He's finished 23 or worse in four of them. I'm not exactly a fan of him on this track. Agreed. JC Stone says, gentlemen, start your coffins. Uh, we have to come up with it. If we're going to do this every week, we have to come up with a, a name for the show. Uh, the early working title that I have for the show, go straight and then turn left. <laughs> okay. So if anybody's got anything better than that, I'm certainly open to suggestions. I'm what not... about pit road picks? Pit road picks. Okay, sure. I'm making it up as we go. All right, that's no. that's fine. Uh, didn't uh, didn't Logano just wreck in qualifying too? Wouldn't Fu surprise me. Fuck, I wish Chris was here. <laughs> I bet he could answer that question. I've been too busy watching curling. Um, I don't know. Sorry for your Team USA loss, by the way. I know, dude. Yeah, it's just brutal. Just hey, there he is. Ironically, our NASCAR expert was stuck in traffic. <laughs> Uh, oh, I got to add him here. He's not, he's not part of the, there it is. Oh, what's up, buddy? For the record, by the way, Logano did crash in uh, qualifying. Oh, very good. Yeah, he did. Oh. He tried to blame it on somebody else. Yeah, we could have used you three, could have used you three minutes That's ago. That's Logano. Mm -hmm. The kid. What is he, 27 now? He acts like he's eight, but I mean. How, how long do you keep calling somebody the kid? I guess until they find somebody else. And by the way, Logano's 31. 31? Yeah, he'll be 32 in May. Jesus Christ, I'm old. He started when he was 18, 19. He was the Tony Stewart Home Depot takeover guy. Yeah, yeah, he drove he drove the 20 car. Absolutely true. Matthew says, putting a little context, I said he wrecked in the duel, blocking. Blocking in the duel. Nicely done. I think he wrecked in bull. <laughs> Nicely done. Hey, Chris, did you like the uh, did you like the quarter mile bull ring there they set up at the Coliseum? It was interesting. It kind of reminded me of driving, like I, I was talking to Jim, it reminds me of driving at Bristol because of the fact that mm -hmm. it's so narrow, you can't try to pass anybody because if you do, you'll be driving down pit road. It's half the size of Bristol, too. That's that's what was amazing. I that's thought, even scarier, isn't it? I thought they might have made it, you know, 3H or something like that, but it was a true, it's a true bullring, man. Scott, I know you haven't done it, but if you get an opportunity somewhere close to you, go watch go watch live racing on Friday and Saturday night on one of these little tracks. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Chris, you like short track racing? 
Oh yeah, we, uh, I used to go to uh, Holland Speedway up uh, just outside of Buffalo and, and Lancaster for drag races and things like that. So you see a lot of that stuff. Chris, maybe you can. They talked about it a little bit last time. J.C. Stone said, "What's with the one lug nut wheels now?" Did I read that right? So what have they done? I think they're trying to come up with a way to get in and out of pit road quicker and avoid some of the issues that we've had. Um, I'm not a big fan of it myself. They're going with the just the center lug, basically, as opposed to you know having them all the way around. Mm-hmm. As part of the the next gen thing, they actually came out with it a couple of years ago. Um, it's supposed to just make it quicker, and it's supposed to provide. They're the NASCAR senior vice president of innovation and race development said that it was part of an overall goal to provide more relevance and a stronger correlation to today's production cars, but that a strong enough fastener can hold up under high speed conditions. So in other words, we want to try to look like all the cool cars on the road that people try to drive on. Only, you know, we want to make sure that it won't fall off when we're going 200 miles an hour So around what, turn three at Talladega. Yeah, we're going to find out about that this weekend. So what what three cars do they run? Do they run Mustangs, Camaros? Uh, it's normally... Is um, it ostensibly a Camaro? What is it? Yeah, it's basically ostensibly one. Um, you've got... Uh, and then a Camry? They run Camrys for Toyota? I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Uh, it can be a, it's a real mess when you look at it because I still can't get over the fact that Toyota has a car in, in NASCAR because you're so used to seeing, you know, back in the old days, you see the Oldsmobiles and Plymouths and right. everything else. Right, right. The, the, the Dodge Boys and all that. Yeah, absolutely right. true. Uh, but yeah, they, it's it's a Camry, like you said. It's the TRD Camry, technically, is the new version. Okay. Because, you know, everybody's got to come up with fancy names for crap. Matthew Torvik brings up a good point. He says, not really that much faster with it when you're adding fuel about the same amount of time. Yeah, especially if you're adding uh, if you're, if you're adding a full full fuel lug. I'm guessing the speed is going to come when you go late in the race and you just want to change right sides. And you, yeah, you just because spin it, it exactly. and go. It'll, it'll, it'll make strategic pit stops that much more interesting. Right, absolutely true. Uh, Chris, you a short track fan? You like going to short track races? Yeah, I think you just asked me that a minute ago. Oh, did I? Sorry, sorry. I know. I, and Scott, you've never been, right? No, okay. I've not. Yeah, you are should. there no tracks over the by you, Scott? Because I'm not too familiar with the island and all that stuff. Not that I can recall. I know you mentioned that you went to a race in Buffalo. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything closer than Buffalo, and I can't really think of anything in the top of my head. I'm sure there's something. Yeah, maybe in Finger Lakes like or sem- something. Yeah, maybe it wouldn't be like semi-pro or something, but nothing that I could think of that stands what's, out. What's Buffalo from New York? Three fifty. Potentially four, longer. 400? 450. 400? Yeah. Okay. Not to mention potential traffic. I couldn't remember. I, I knew I drove from the city to Fort Drum one time to do it. To oh, do God. It, that's to, a horrible drive, to, and, I, and I drove back. Same night, dude. So, yeah, it was it was brutal. It was we drove That's back. a long drive up to Watertown. Mm, yeah, I can't was remember. That back, was that back when you had both eyes? Yes, it certainly was. I had my I had my little RX-7 in both eyes, and, yeah, shit, we went everywhere. So, uh, Martinsville I've been to. Uh, I'd like to go to Martinsville. Uh, the Bristol night race is on my bucket list. That's, that would be a fun one. I've, I've been by the track. I've, I've seen it and uh, got pictures in the parking lot and everything, but I've never, ever seen a NASCAR race there. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, I've got a half track, a half mile track by my house, and I just can't imagine fucking running NASCAR, uh, r- running the uh, the cup cars on that half mile. It just, it's, it's intense. Uh, so in my fantasy league, you get bonus points for start, finish, differential. Who do y'all like to make up the most time? Okay, let me. Uh, I'm gonna let you go. I'm just gonna go quickly and just say Hamlin on that. Yeah, one. Say Hamlin start, he's starting thirtieth, I think. So okay, that would be a, a good bet. Yep, yep. 
Um, um, I don't have. I don't have. I don't have the. Uh, Harvick is actually going to segue. Harvick is starting twentieth or twenty second somewhere. I think, in that that's gonna, I think that should segue us into something we should talk about because, of course, it's going to be a speedway track. How important do you guys think starting position actually is in a speedway track? The the least important of any of any race, obviously. Um, yeah, because there's so there's as long as you don't get caught outside a draft, you can make up ground pretty easily. That's the thing. You don't and you don't want to. I, I would like to. I think maybe you would like to be toward the front just to avoid any kind of early race shenanigans with some of the guys that maybe don't have a lot of laps under their belt at that track and haven't really run with a full track going at race speed. So I would think. You probably don't want to be in the back. You probably, it's probably, you want to be 15 or better, 10 or better, somewhere in there. You want to be somewhere ahead of Ricky Stenhouse. That's really the only answer that you can give, right? For my, it's my favorite nickname in, in, in racing, uh, Ricky Stenhouse. Mm-hmm. At, at least, at least Quinn Hoff isn't on, in the field because that guy has no driver awareness to, to speak of. The double zero car. I mean, I've watched him wreck people. And, you know, Keselowski nearly beat his ass last year after uh, he wrecked him in a race. Because... Yeah, he went across like three lanes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that he, is a lunatic. He, he, he kind of looks like half the people that drive here where they try to make a left-hand turn across three lanes of traffic from the right lane. Uh, and that's what you deal with down here. Somebody so, was I mean, somebody was talking about a, a bet for any driver to get their first win at Daytona this year. It happened last year. Scott, who won last year? Do you remember? Um, McDowell, uh, Justin Haley, wasn't it? Justin Haley win last year, Scott. I mean, Chris uh, Daytona, at Daytona. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it was Haley. Let me double check because I've got my. my if, if it wasn't, it was the year before. I think it was last year that Haley won. Yeah, Daytona International Speedway. Let's see. Last year's winner was none other than. Let's see. When did McDowell win? Sudden, Sam, sudden Sam McDowell. McDowell had won. Um, I thought he won the. I thought he did. He win the five hundred. Did he win the July race? I think he the won Pepsi. the July race. The Pepsi. I thought you just meant. Yeah, no, McDowell won uh, one in uh, Daytona uh, in the, the one in February. Blaney won in August. Okay, so I was right. It was McDowell. Haley won the uh, July race in twenty nineteen. Okay. Okay. So I was right. Okay, oh. it was McDowell. That's what uh, I thought. Uh, Matthew Torvik says Stenhouse and I are from the same city. Huge deal when he won his first race, but Rex ever since. <laughs> Yeah, he's, yeah. Matthew said on our show that he was uh, he threw a long shot bet on him because they're they're from the same town. So I don't mind it in general because he's pretty good on the speedways. But you got to realize he'll either be in the race at the end or he'll crash by lap fifty. Checker a record, no buddy. Checker a record. You, could say he could, you might as well say he could crash by lap by lap ten because I mm-hmm. mean I remember a couple times last year he crashed out on lap one and it's like wow that that was great. Um, Keselowski and, and Busher won the qualifying races. Thoughts on taking them? To win, does it translate? I would say, off the top of my head, it doesn't translate directly, but it does show that you've got a, a good car for qualifying. But I know that the setups are entirely different because a lot of times you get teams that just just gear up to qualify because that's such a feather in your cap to sit on the pole or sit in the front row at Daytona that they know they have no chance to win, so they set it all up and go balls out for qualifying. Chris, what's your thoughts? Uh, I have to agree with you, Scott. I mean, you're set up for qualifying, but can you hold up uh, through the 500 miles as opposed to the, you know, the shorter the shorter times with the pole and everything else? Can you battle the attrition? Can you battle the track? Can you battle the sun? Some of these guys, you know, they hit the pole. It doesn't mean they do anything in the race. Uh, we were talking earlier, if you want to talk about a guy that's been to Daytona a lot and never won there, 
Martin Truex Jr. Thirty three runs at Daytona, no wins. Yeah, we just had somebody. We just had somebody ask about that, and he's been he's been brutal since two thousand nineteen uh, with just one finish. He has he has one finish in the uh, in the top twenty, and that was a top five. But that's the only time he's been anywhere near the lead. So if you take a spin on Truex there, uh, it is going to be a uh, quite a long shot. That's also one of the reasons why I, I kind of have a little bit of pause when it comes to Kislowski, because even though he did look sharp in qualifying, you're looking at the finishes recently. He hasn't had a top nine finish since 2016. He really has not looked that great here either. So I guess the question that, at least how I have handicapped NASCAR in the past, was relying, I'd say, somewhat heavily on past results, because I do think that track, I'd say comfort, is a huge part when it comes to the actual drivers. Kozlowski seems to be fringe top 10, doesn't really crack it that often. I do think the odds in him to win seem a little bit too low, considering the recent track record. Would you agree with that? Yeah, and he oh, yeah. And he, oh, yeah. Go ahead, is this the first did he drive the six last year that old the old Mark Martin Ford? No, Newman did. Okay, that's right. That's right. So he moved over to RFK Racing. So this is Kazlowski drove the blue deuce last year still, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is his first year over at RFK. You always have to look at that when when they're making when they're making a move. Um I think there's I think there's better value out there. Um yeah, I mean, Hamlin is the only one who's won three times there that's an active driver. Harvick has won twice. I mean, Harvick's in the middle of the field. He didn't have a great year last year, but, I mean, he could bounce back here. I mean, he's got 11 top fives and 41 races at Daytona. 16 times he's finished in the top 10. That's probably a, be- that's a better ratio than Keselowski, who you said. He has, he has one win, three top fives, five top tens, and 25 runs. Well, let's talk I mean, about- Let's talk about the elephant in the room, Chris. Let's talk about the guy that won won it all last year, uh, won the cup, and just absolutely dominated with ten wins. And of course, that's all the wash his mouth out with soap. Yep, I call him the Lazarus of NASCAR. Uh, the un- the Undertaker, the Undertaker of NASCAR. Yeah, that also work. works. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, of course um, uh, Kyle, Larson, Kyle Larson, and apparently you get him out of the simulator, and things go a lot better. <laughs> So, what are Kyle Larson's chances here? And let me just let me just read. He is the favorite, by the way. Let's just go through some of the numbers here. Yeah, as I say, I knew it was him and Hamlin were were right up there at the top. Right, Kyle Larson plus eight hundred. Hamlin is plus nine hundred. Chase Elliott a thousand. Blaney a thousand. Logano eleven hundred. And then it just uh, Keselowski, Bush, Kyle Bush, and Byron kind of uh, start the the exodus there. For the for the next level, so and we're going to talk about this. We don't want to we don't want to give too much away, but generally the way we do it, Chris, is we make three picks. We'll pick uh, our favorite our favorite favorite and our favorite medium shot, and then we'll take a we'll take a spin on a long shot. Somebody maybe to get to the top five or something like that. Yeah, gotcha. the way I'd say it is we got two picks that are below twenty to one, and then one pick that's twenty or above, and that's going to be the long shot option. And yeah. then you give props out at the end. Yep, and, okay. and of course the odds are a lot longer this weekend because of the the insanity that is mm-hmm. Daytona. Because that's the thing, you know, you get you get a guy that he gets everything running right. You get the, you get the machine running correctly, and and they're not going to be caught. But that doesn't happen in Daytona. Nobody's running away from the field, and there's going to be fifteen to twenty minimum on the lead lap. And if that's that's if there's a big wreck before that. But there's going to be fifteen to twenty there in the last five uh, in the last five laps trying to get it done, waiting for the. Just big don't one. bet on Joey Gase. 
Joey yeah. Joey Gase, and do you have a do you have a personal animus towards Joey Gase, or what's is the, he what's is he fifty one or is he fifty three? He's fifty one. He's always ten laps behind on like lap seven. He hasn't finished on the lead lap in the last seven races at Daytona. He's like the official buffer guy. How when you're he's, seeing the final, yeah, him and trying Timmy to like Hill. go through it, bobbing and weaving around the fifty one car because he's like seven laps behind. He's yeah. that guy. Yeah, him and Timmy Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of fodder. What do they run now? Thirty nine, forty uh, this year. Running forty. Uh, I'm and so- hey, give credit to Jacques Villeneuve, a four, Formula yeah. One guy. You know he's going to be in the field. And who's he driving for? Uh, I'll have to double check on that. Okay, give me one second. Uh, Team Heisenberg. Never heard of her. Say Heisenberg. <laughs> yeah, Heisenberg. Yeah, it's, it's the Heisenberg uncertainty principle. Where is he? Uh, we don't know why he's driving. Where's Where's he starting? He is 40. starting um, at the back of the field. Oh, dead last. Sure. Dead last. Oh, that's yeah, why. Because he was uh, one of the, um, you know, one of the bonus guys that got in based uh, on his uh, qualifying time. Okay, very good. Quick um, shout out to Greg Biffle, by the way. Yeah, him too. Biffle in the field. Yeah, First he, time since sixteen. What? Biffle? Yeah, he, he decided to come back and run for some reason. Uh, okay, I have the worst grid. Okay, he's okay. Twenty eighth, New York Racing Team. I don't even know what yeah, that is. In other words, we we're we're bored and wanted to see see if we could throw somebody out there. Uh, my favorite was Dick Trickle. Uh, not just for Dick Trickle. Not just for the name, but the fact that he ran like into his late fifties, early sixties. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I got I get nervous going to the store right now. I can't even imagine doing that. Well, uh, don't forget uh, Dave Marcy, Dave Marcy's too. Yep, you know? yep. He ran forever, and he's he when he raced at Daytona, you knew he wasn't going to win because he was zero for sixty-seven. Didn't Matt Kenseth come back randomly just for no reason at all? Yeah, he came back when uh, Larson got suspended. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah exactly. He didn't do well, but he showed up, so I guess that counts. Yep. Or, or Scott, do you remember Harry Gant? Oh, sure, sure. The Skull Car, the Skull Bandit yeah, Car, Mister September. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, staggering down memory lane here. Zach wants to know about... God, Harry Gant is 82. Jesus. <laughs> he has a race for three years. <laughs> he's, the, he's the Terry Funk of racing. Oh, God. Uh, the Go- Goldberg's coming back. 55. Goldberg's going to wrestle tomorrow, by the way. Yep. Unbelievable. Uh, hey, Sting is wrestling at AEW. He's in his sixties. And the weird thing is, it's it's the Sting from the band. It's the Sting from the Police, not the wrestler. Yeah, uh, it's Gordon Sumner. You just didn't know he dyed his hair. Give me uh, Zach Vaughn wants to know about Reddick and Bowman. Uh, I think they, I like Bowman. Could, I think that Bowman, you know, he's he raced well in qualifying and he raced well uh, in the duel. I think he's kind of undervalued at, at, at what is it? It was plus eighteen hundred last I had looked. It might mm-hmm. have shifted since then. One he's four, starting second as well. Yeah, and he so. won, he won four races last year. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. What uh, what's our what's our uh, what's our little price on uh, on Alex Bowman here, kids? Uh, I know with the DraftKings, he was at plus eighteen hundred. Let me see if he's. That's right. definitely some meat yep. on the bone there. Yeah, I, I think Bowman's a. I don't want to say a safe bet, but I like his odds to finish top ten. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. I I have I have slotted as probably as a good shot at the top five, which was still plus one ninety. James, that's uh, I have Logano at top top five plus one forty. I will say best of luck. That's what I was. Yeah, that's I mean, what I was it, like you said, Logano could be Logano's like Ricky Stenhouse. He could be up there at the end, or he could 
get in a 37 car accident and blame everybody else for the reason why he crashed. Hey, speaking of, speaking of uh, bad losers, how about Kurt Busch? Boy, I, I, I told Jim when we were on the show earlier, I don't like Kurt or Kyle. They're both a couple of arrogant pricks who try to blame everybody for their issues. Wow. How do you really I'll feel, give, buddy? I'll give Kirk props for hanging around, though. He's, he's been around for a while. Kyle, of course, is still one of the best racers on the actual NASCAR circuit, but Kurt is kind of just hanging in there. Occasionally, he'll have one random like top five finish. I'd say it's mostly 20s. Is that fair? To describe mm-hmm. Kurt at this point, yeah. I mean, what I'll tell you what I, what I think of Kurt Bush when we play, uh, I play NASCAR Heat with my son on the Xbox, and his entire plan is that he'll play as he'll play as Chad Fincham or Timmy Hillerman. His entire premise of this of driving around the track is to ram Kurt or Kurt Bush into the wall and wipe him out. <laughs> uh, we count money we'll over here. backwards on the track and ram into Kurt Bush and, and send his own car flying into the stands. Nice. Just so he could take out Kurt Bush. We count money over here. says putting money on wrestling is worse than video poker or slot machine. I will say it's worse than a slot machine. Uh, no, it's worse than video poker. It's not as bad as a slot machine. Okay. And nobody said we were putting money on it. We were just talking about it. Oh, well, we did. Well, we, yeah, we did. Well, I know, I know Hess was on because so. he was. Hess was going to do our show yesterday, and then he backed out at the last minute, and then showed up afterwards. He knows where his bread's buttered. It's fine. No, it's because they forgot to schedule a bunch of stuff. By the way, to answer Matthew's quite a, uh, question though about Reddick, I actually really like him as a racer. Daytona, his history has not been great, so I'm staying away from him this year. I mean, sorry, this race. But I actually do like him this year. I, I think he's definitely in line to be, a, I don't want to say a serious contender for the title at the end, but I think he'll be in the race at the end. I think he's good. I think he'll win at least one race this season. I think he's actually that talented. I'm interested. Yeah, I, think, okay. I think Matthew's dead on, though, too, because he says, you know, he's just as aggressive as Stenhouse. So he's another guy that'll either be there or he'll be out before you go to go get a drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a yeah. rocking chair either way. Aggressive style with Reddick. That doesn't necessarily translate to success at Daytona. You you yeah. you've got to be patient there. You've got you've got to wait it out. Um, Kurt Busch moving up to, to uh, moving over to to a twenty three XI racing to partner with Bubba Wallace there, uh, the team that's owned by Jordan and Denny Hamlin. I think if anything, I think Kurt Busch is going to be a very good mentor to uh, Bubba Wallace. What do you guys think? Go ahead, Scott. Uh, the way that I see it is that Bubba, of course, won a race last year. It was rain shortened, but it still counts. He's been pretty good in the in the speedways, and there's actually a matchup I do like uh, with him in it later on. The thing is, I'm still not exactly sure if the sample size is large enough for me to fully back Bubba or anybody in that actual team yet. I kind of want to take the wait and see approach. Depends on matchups. Depends on what your expectation is. I think Bubba should finish top fifteen but he's always a threat to crash, which is why Kurt Busch is really a perfect mentor for him. But we'll see. What do you think? Well, they're starting, I, they're starting 16, 17 this week. Go ahead, Chris. I was going to say, yeah, Bubba Wallace's average finish last year was 19.7. So, I mean, yeah. And he crashed out, didn't finish on the lead lap in 15 out of the 36 races. So Scott raises a very valid point. He could finish in the top 15. He could be out. I mean, there's just so it's so tough for a lot of these guys because they don't have the experience. And Daytona is a uh, demanding mistress when it comes to being on the track. It's not like uh, you can just skate by and think you're just because it's your first time on the track, you're going to do something because it's such a wide oval. It's not going to work that way. And that's where, you know, experience favors the bold. And 
guys like Harvick and that that have been there for so long have the advantage over a lot of these younger guys. And I think that'll pan out as the race wears on. I'm also still confused how Hamlin is definitely on one of the owners of the team. Does that mean he has extra help out there? Like he can pick between Joe Gibbs and people on his team that he could draft with. Is, is that how that goes? Yeah. Well, they, they, I'm sure they share because Stewart had to deal with Hendricks when they first started where they shared all their engine technology and, and things like that. So I'm sure they, I'm sure they pool resources uh, on the, on the R and D side. Yeah. I think the chemistry might be off though, between Kurt and Bubba, it might take a couple races for them to actually get into the same mindset, but Bubba's one of those guys who has talent. He just can't really keep his car clean for the entire race. Right. Absolutely. Uh, where they could wipe each other out. Yeah. yeah that's very that's true right. too. We count money over here. Says I got to go find out what BTF play was. Yeah, should we should we be Dick Scott and make him go listen to the video and make sure we get another view, or should we just tell him what? Oh, uh, we th- we got Cornell money line. Yeah, Cornell money line. I guess that answers yeah, that. See, I, I guess I that answers that question. People are like, "Well, what's going on? Cornell's an underdog. Why are they an underdog playing at Dartmouth? Is there something we don't know? If there's something Maybe. we don't know, guess what? You don't know it either. Right. All I all I do know is that Dartmouth sucks. And that that's what I, I said. I said Dartmouth. I said, I, how is a team that is five and 15, two and seven in conference and two and four at home favored over anybody? I take IUPUI over Dartmouth. Uh, Zach Fonce is completely unrelated. Bubba getting a Netflix documentary for a race that was rained, rained out. <laughs> Come on now. You know what? I don't want to get started on the whole topic of what's right, what's I'm, wrong. I'm not going to roast him for it. It's not his fault that started raining, but everyone knows that he is the only African American driver. So whether he wins or not, especially in the growing political climate and how they kind of overlap with sports, that's all anyone wants to talk about. Right. So whether he checks or wrecks, people will talk about him before a lot of other drivers. Well, that and like uh, Eric Bischoff used to say, and he wrote it. It was the title of his book: "Controversy Creates Cash." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, boy, and yeah. never was that more true. And then the uh, the clickbait era that we're living in right now. Exactly. I, I will say this. I'm sure NASCAR is playing a big role in that because I know they've been roasted a lot in the past for their lack of diversity as far as the drivers go. So I'm sure that they're very excited and certainly almost certainly partnered partnered up with Netflix or whoever the production company is that's putting that together. Uh, I'm sure that a big part of that has to do with the... Uh, trying to uh, help out NASCAR's image a little bit. So thanks. Thanks. We count money. I appreciate it. He's going to go watch it and hit the like button. Damn right. (laughs) You think think it's time to segue into our actual picks? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. We've uh, yeah, we're about 25 minutes in here. I think it's a good time. So we will uh, again, we'll, we'll come up with a, usually it's, it's something in the 10 to one or less range for favorites because NASCAR is such a crap shoot. The odds are a little longer on everybody. So we'll expand that out to, uh, well, let's see, we've got, we, we got about, yeah, we got eight, nine drivers at 16 to one or better. So we'll go with that. So we just keep it the way it is. Well, that's two that are below 20 and one that's above 20. That sounds good to me. Two below 20, one below and one above 20. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Uh, Chris, you're the, you're, you're the away team. Go ahead and call it. Give me your, uh, um, we'll do it one at a time. Who's your, who's your, uh, give me a, give me a top favorite that you like. I like Blaney. I mean, he won there in July. He he raced well down the second half of last season. And I think, you know, now he's better than his dad. So I think isn't he that good. Isn't that good enough? He was better than his dad about the second half of his rookie season, wasn't he? Well, I know, but you got to <laughs> give some credit to Dave Blaney for hanging around that long, you know? No, that's, that's, that's true. Um, all right. Very good. Uh, Scoots, what do you got? 
I got to go with Hamlin. Okay. I mean, of course, it's going to be the basic choice, oh, but fuck. he's around plus 950 yep. on FanDuel. Most books have around eight or nine to one, so shop around. But he's won two of the last three Daytona 500s. So that's yeah, I was going to say, Draft, DraftKings has him at nine. Yeah, I found him at Larson. But when uh, you win two out of three and you finish top five in three of the last four races here, plus since February 20, uh, of uh, 2019, he has an average finish of 8.17, which is the second lowest in the field. I know he's starting from the back, but it's a speedway, so starting position isn't as important as other races. But Hamlin is just the model of consistency on this track, and I'm expecting him to be in the top five. So if I think you're going to be in it at the end with a shot to win, I'm going to pick you to win the race. All right, I'm going to go ahead. I'm I, that's I had him too. I was I was torn. I'm going to go ahead and go the other way. I'm going to take Kyle Larson. I'm going to take the best driver in the world right now, as far as NASCAR goes. Uh, he doesn't have any victories at Daytona, but he does have three top tens in his last five starts there. And just like you said, Scott, if you're running in the top five, top ten at Daytona, you have as good a chance as anybody to win on those last couple of laps. So give me the best driver with great equipment right now. I'll take Kyle Larson to get through and get his. That, well, that's, that's why I went with Blaney, because three of his last four, he's finished in the top six. So Right, right. Very good. Uh, we Count Money says hit that like button. Yes, thanks, buddy. Hit the like button. I'm uh, I'm always bad about asking for that, and I did say scoots. Yes, I did. Uh, okay, as far as a mid-range pick, Scott, what do you got? So for this second one, I was extremely torn because I had two guys that I was tempted by that I thought were pretty comparable. It was Chase Elliott and Ryan, Bla- and Ryan Blaney. I thought they were really neck and neck when it came to looking through their actual results, the actual teams they, they're a part of. But since... Chris ended up giving out Blaney. I'm going with Elliott at around 12 to one on FanDuel. He's starting 11th. He's finished second in two of his last three races here. He's finished top eight in each of his last three races here. And since February of 2019, he has an average finish of 13.5, which is the sixth lowest in the field. Him and Blaney, I really think are similar with their chances to win this race, but I'll go with Elliott. I like what I've seen. Plus, I kind of have to take a Hendricks guy, don't I? I mean, the Hendricks guys tend to do pretty well in almost every race nowadays. I'll take Elliott at around 12 to 1. All right. Very good. Um, Scott, go. I mean, Chris, go ahead. Well, you're still doing that. Should have set up the over-under for that again, too. I know, right? Uh, I'm actually going to ride Bowman. I'm going to go. He's going, like I said, on, on DraftKings, he's going at 1,800. Uh, he's finished seventh in two of the last three runs at Daytona. Um, like you said, he won four races last year, uh, and he ran well in, in the duels. He ran well in qualifying. He's going to be near the front of the field. I expect him to finish up near there, uh, provided, you know, just to point out Matt there, just to make sure, just as long as Ricky Stenhouse doesn't crash him out. Oh, uh, poor, poor Ricky Stenhouse just getting absolutely roasted here. What well, I actually was curious, Chris, since I was torn between Blaney and Elliott, you have any thoughts on Elliott? I know you said you liked Blaney before, but is there a reason why you weren't considering Elliott as one of your picks? I'm just not sold on Chase Elliott. I mean, we see he's so inconsistent when it comes yeah. to to the way he races. I mean, plus, I, I know he's had uh, issues with Blaney before, so it makes it that much more entertaining if Elliott uh, loses to Blaney. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, I don't like Bill Elliott. Okay, fair enough. Huh. All right, very good. Uh, I mean, that's, that's what it boils down to, really. So, and what did what did Bill, awesome Bill from Dawsonville? What's what's your deal, buddy? 
Come on, didn't he wreck Harry Gant a bunch of times? I mean, you know, I'm sure he said bad stuff about Rusty Wallace. Uh, you know, I just was never a fan of him. I I was always an Earnhardt fan, and you know, okay, all I, right. I know they there was always a, a big rivalry between Earnhardt and Elliott going through the you know heading down the stretch of Winston Cup uh, series all the time. All right. Well, you guys, and, you, know, you guys took. It's my... sad still. It's hard to believe it's been 21 years since Earnhardt passed away. Yeah. Yeah, that really is. Um, you know, I was watching that race live. I don't know if you guys were or not. But, uh, that was, was the first yeah. NASCAR race I ever watched. Oh, Jesus! That's a hell of an introduction to the sport. Yeah, it was. It was Fox's. That was Fox's first race too. Um, that was, yeah, I remember yeah. Yeah. the M&M Yeah, that was Ken Schrader. Ken, yep. Ken Schrader from from Missouri actually did that. Schrader and Schrader walked away like nothing happened to him. I told my wife when that happened. I said that is just the kind of wreck where people get really hurt because you just you just saw it where you where you turn right and you're going full speed right yeah. into the wall. So yeah, brutal. And I read yesterday how Schrader said that when he went over and, and took down the the tarp on Earnhardt's car, he said he knew he was dead, but he didn't want to be the guy. So they said Ken Schrader said Earnhardt's dead. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't he, blame him for that. He got a lot of blowback from that man, at least temporarily. No, no question at all. Of course, but at the end of the day, when you're going down the straightaway at the final lap, I, I'm not going to fully blame the guy. You're racing. I mean, is, is anybody is anybody bastardizing Sterling Marlin for for being involved in that? Right, because he kind of he got in got into Schrader driving the Coors Light car, and yeah, it was. You no, know, you're racing hard in the final, uh, going into the straightaway. Right, it happens is unfortunate, but I'm not going to blame the guy for it. Well, you guys took my two favorite mids, so I'm going to go with another one here. I'm going to I'm going to take I'm going to go with Austin Dillon. Um, okay. he, he's not, he's not, he hasn't been fantastic. He's got a top 10, he's got a top 20 and he's a guy with good equipment. That's a solid racer for a, uh, for a mid shot. I think, I think you could do best. Uh, you could do, you could do worse than catching Austin Dillon at 18 to one. So he's right in that same, uh, right in that same range with you guys. So, uh, yeah, I'll take Austin Dillon there. There's nobody took Bush. Yeah. Bush. All right. Well, of course, I was required to look through the driving averages of Kurt and Kyle just to see if any of them had value. They have not. And you been found out they didn't, right? Yeah, they're not too great here. So no, I decided to go in a different direction. Okay, and now for our long shots. This is the uh, this is the moment I'm sure that everybody's been waiting for. Um, you know, I'm a. Uh, I like I like this guy. He's he's made himself into a good racer. He was known as a short track guy when he started. But he has uh, he's done a little better on the uh, super speedways, and he's kind of taught himself how to uh, how to do that. And um, it's going to be uh, I'm going to take I'm going to take I'm going to I'm going to take Bell. I'm really gonna, I'm really going to do it. Um, okay. He is uh, currently. Let me see. I see him at plus three thousand on DraftKings. Yeah, okay, that's the best. That's a better price than I've got. Christopher Bell plus. I got it, but plus twenty eight hundred. So yeah, I like. Uh, I, I like. I like Bell to break through here. I'm again. I'm looking for guys that are going to be part of that group at the end, because that's really that's 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 all you can do. That's all you can do is be part of that group. Hopefully, you're hooked up with somebody on your team or somebody with that you have a friendly relationship with that'll give you a little push there. Um, although it's kind of every man for himself with inside of five, but. Uh, I like I like Christopher Bell to, to break through there, and more realistically, I think you can probably get him at a good price for top ten, top five. But uh, you know what the hell, it's long shot. Prop five, a thousand plus, or top ten, two eighty. Yeah, yeah, I like I'll I'll I'll, I'll take two eighty all day, top ten. Uh, let's go with uh, we'll go with Scott. We'll let Chris uh, finish up there. He's got the hammer. So this one is a name we mentioned earlier, 
It's going to be Justin Haley at 45 to 1 on Fox Bet. Uh, he's made three career starts at Daytona with the NASCAR series. He's finished top six in two of those three. He's won three. He's won two of the last three Xfinity races at Daytona. And the main thing that we talked about with these long shots, you want to make sure you're in it at the end. In 10 career races, he's only crashed one time at Daytona. At 45 to 1, if I know your car or you have a good chance of being on the lead lap with your car relatively clean, I will take you at 45 to 1 with a very good track record. Oh, a track record. I see what you did there. Yeah, thank you. That's what I was going for. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. So I'll be here all week, everybody. That's right. All right. Very good, sir. Uh, I got you down for uh, Justin Haley. Limited experience, but very successful in that short amount of time. All right. And uh, Christopher, bring us on home. I'm trying to debate between a medium to long shot. Just pick or... Stenhouse already. What are you waiting for? I'm not picking friggin' Stenhouse. <laughs> if I was picking the first guy to crash, that might be my pick. I thought Scott was going to take Stenhouse, not going to lie. I thought he was considering it for the long shot. Can't do it. I'm going to go I'm going to go really long and I'm going to go with Eric Jones. Ooh, okay. Mr. Jones. He's going off at plus 6000 uh on DraftKings. Uh he's actually won at Daytona, you know. I mean, he's had a couple of rough races of late. It was the road uh, course he won but in still. 2018. Uh he finished third in the first in Daytona uh, in 2019, he came off an 11th place finish in his last run there. Uh, I know he's had some ugly runs where he's crashed a few times, thanks to Ricky Stenhouse. Uh, and, and I think he was wiped out in the uh, crash with Blaney last year um, in the, the Daytona 500. But at 6,000 to 1 for a guy that's won there and has a couple of top threes, you can do worse. Yeah. The other one I was kicking around was uh, Al Marola, who's would be a good bet for somebody to move up for that guy who said he had fantasy uh, fantasy league where you can move up because he's starting 38th. Um, and Almirola, you know, he's gone off at plus 2,500. But, you know, he's he's won there as well, and he's got two top fives and three top tens uh, in 20 runs. So, so I, yeah, I, I decided not to take this guy, but I'm curious why both of you didn't either. I didn't pick McDowell to repeat. And I feel like that's going to be a tempting choice for a decent amount of people who just blindly decide I'll bet the defending champion at the Daytona 500. Is there a reason why you guys also didn't decide to take him? I just thought he got pretty lucky the first time around. Derek Cope. That's the reason I decided not to take him. What's that? Cole Custer won a race Cope? last year. Yes. I, I said Derek Cope. Cope. That's why I didn't pick yeah. him to win again because lightning doesn't strike twice in the same spot. Yeah. I think that's how I feel. I think these guys, you'll see, you'll see guys that'll break through a Daytona because it's again, it's a pack race. So if you're in the top 15, again, one or two laps to go, anything can happen. And I think that's exactly the case here. So uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's there's far better drivers uh, that are available. And that's why I didn't pick. Didn't him. he win because like the three cars in front of him like all crashed like on the final lap? Yeah, it wasn't. It, yeah, he kind of, he kind of was in the right spot at the right time for sure. Yeah, but he better to be lucky than good. Right? Dude, he lived off that. He lived off that forever. Forever, Derek Cope, Daytona 500 winner. Yeah, he'd do appearances and stuff. No question about it. Uh, Chris, why did you uh, why did you fade McDowell this week? Same reason that, like you said, it, Lightning isn't going to strike twice. He's, you know, he's had seven top ten finishes there, but if you look before that, uh, his last he finished 39th in the second run. He finished last year, and before that, he had five or four straight runs where he finished 26th or worse. Mm-hmm. And if you go back, he had an eighth place finish in 2018. And then before that, he had a whole string of finishes 
where he didn't finish better than 21st. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten straight races there where he didn't finish better than 21st. There's no way in hell he's going to finish up there again. Well, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. He's uh, not the best color man in baseball for nothing, Monty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I see this is, ball. I, <laughs> too, too high. I don't. What, that was too high. At first, it was really fun. It was really high. Who gives um, a shit? It's gone. <laughs> That's Michael McDonald's chances. I, Who gives a shit? They're gone. Uh, I see says don't watch much NASCAR, but last week I put twenty five on four drivers and got Logano. Ooh, I hope you I hope you got him for the whole season. Um, I see a lot of people I mean, really like worse. Logano. I'm assuming that people only like Logano because they just recognize the name. And they just assume he's going to be in it. It's really a terrible track for him. Like I can't. I, I, it's going to segue into some props that I like. I'm going to give our I'm, watch, I'm going to give our viewers on. more credit than you, who just totally slammed everybody watching right now as if they're I'm con- not slamming, country I'm just bumpkins. Saying, I, I just feel like if you look at Logano's history on the track, most people are backing him because of the name itself. Right? How do you know? Maybe they're well. Maybe they're backing backing because he's a good race car driver. He's been a successful race car driver for ten years now in NASCAR. That could have something to do with it. Well, that's what I was saying. I'm just saying on the track, he hasn't been great. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I mean, his last five races, he's only finished better than I know. 25th or 23rd once. Mm-hmm. Truck series tonight? God damn it, Zach. We're doing cars. Isn't that enough? <laughs> what? Isn't that enough for you people? Um, the hell's wrong with you people? Who is the uh, Matt Crafton? He is he still racing the fucking trucks? He 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 won like every other track uh, cup race. He he's racing or every other truck race. He's racing in the cup now, isn't he? I'm not going to spend much time on the, find the truck field because I hadn't even looked. Didn't he get the call? I, I don't know anybody. Give me Nemechek. Whatever. Okay. Is oh, it, it, Which one? Is it Joe? Is Joe still the, driving? Chris, the, Chris, that was my bit. I was trying to get four <laughs> racers for the price of one just by saying Nemechek. It's like going to the track and getting 1A, 1B, 1C. Yeah. Uh, he has Dale Jr.'s old spotter does. Who does? Who does? Who is it? I think he was talking about Logano, I think. Oh, Haley. Haley. Oh, has, Haley, okay. Has a... Uh, had to Dale Jr.'s old spotter. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Nemechek's starting in the second spot. Uh, what yeah. is it? Hunter Nemechek? I'm thinking so. Yeah. not it It's not Joe. John Hunter Nemechek. Okay. Yeah, John Hunter Nemechek. Uh, yeah, Crafton's still racing, uh, Scott. He's in the 29th slot. All right. Yeah. G- give me Crafton. Driving the 88 truck. Give me Crafton. Is that, a, I guess that's Harvick's team? We're driving a 20, the 29. Uh, 88, is, 88 is Bowman. Oh, he's 80. Okay. Zach, you really had to suck us down the truck racing hole. Yeah, he's just crazy. Uh, I'm going to have to lean. I, I didn't know D. Benedetto was uh, going to be driving in the truck series now. Mm. I don't think he was good enough to is, be in the regular. Has he so been, de- he he's been de- some way to put food on the table? He's been demoted. I'll, I'll, I'll go with uh, Grant Enfinger. Okay. okay. Any any other reason other than the name? Um. I've I've watched him race a couple times, and he has a better name than Riley Herbst. (laughs) I had a bad weekend. I went to I went to see uh, I went to Tijuana, and I got a case of the Riley Herbst, and it's it's, that's not good. That's not good at all. And if we're gonna go with Xfinity two, give me Ty Gibbs at ten to one. Sure, why not? Any relation to Joe Gibbs? Yes, he's the I forgot what he is. Is he the grandson? I'm gonna guess grandson. Yeah, I think he's the grandson, but he's good. Is is Chase Briscoe running in that? What? Uh, that's a good question. No. He's not running in the Xfinity series? Too bad. Okay. I don't see him here, but I'll go with Gibbs a 10 to 1 there. All right. Sure, why not? Very good. Just because I haven't seen the Xfinity series in a field yet. So. All right. So I know there's a lot of prop action. Scott, you're you're in a uh, 
you're in a uh, a world of uh, of despair because they've taken away the uh, manufacturers. Uh, bets where you made it was the source of my power. Too bad you made a uh, you made a a, a a nice chunk of change on the uh, on the on the manufacturer's props. However, that appears to not be available. So uh, yeah, those were the good old days because you could. I always had fun. You know, the amount of money I made blindly we... betting Harvick and Keselowski to finish top Ford, with the occasional Blaney's sprinkled in there, I made an absolute killing. And unfortunately, I can't do that anymore. How about any? Yeah, tw- how about any twenty-three XI driver or Denny Hamlin to win the Daytona Five Hundred? I, I mean, I picked Daytona. I picked uh, Hamlin to win, but I'd rather just take Hamlin. Bubba, <laughs> Bubba Wallace costs you a lot of money because that's plus three eighty. Pass. You can get Hamlin at plus nine hundred. Yeah, it's, all, it's, and, it's not. You can get Hamlin at, eight, at, at you can get Hamlin nine hundred and Bubba at what eighteen hundred. It's yeah. Kurt Busch that's eating into that profit. It's not Bubba. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Kurt oh, that's right. Yeah. So, oh, that's right. You get Kurt, but you get Bush, Wallace, or Denny Hamlin at plus three eighty. Yeah. And to, par- to paraphrase what George Carlin used to say when he talked about names, when he talked about Todd and Tucker, I'm like, fuck Kurt Bush. Kurt Bush sucks. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Haley Deegan for the win. A girl and weighs less. <laughs> Speed. Sure. I like it. That's a good, that's a solid strategy. Um. So what do you you got a prop cooked up for for today or for for Sunday, Scott? What do you got? Yeah, I got matchups. Uh, do you want me to go through all of them? Or oh, for fuck's sake! How many do you have? I have three. Okay, I'll just list three. Do any of them inv- do any of them involve Bush? No, the, they be- do not. the beer. So <laughs> you'd have to be drunk to, to pick a Bush. But you know. I got two that I really, really like, and the third one I threw in because I, I like it, but not as much as the first two. Okay. Uh, first one's going to be Hamlin over Logano at minus 118 on Fox Bet. Okay. I'm not really sure why they're matched up against each other. Logano's finished 23rd or worse in four of the last five races here. Hamlin's finished top five in three of the last four races. You're going to give me the co favorite against a guy who has struggled here at minus 118. All day, every day. Okay. That's my first one. They're my first one. <laughs> Scariest word. That's for my 17th one I've got, uh, you know. And then in the third grade, it's the scariest. <laughs> Harry when, Gant when, you're tr- when you're trying to end a podcast, those are, those, those are the cage. scariest words you can hear when you're trying to end a podcast. That's my first one. All I right. only got three. Don't so. talk. All right. Go ahead. My second one is going to oh, be. Oh, we're out of time. <laughs> Uh, you got to start playing the walk-off music. Uh, I got Blaney <laughs> over Byron at minus 133 on Fox Bet. It's juicy, but Byron's been terrible here, too. Okay. He's finished 26th or worse in three of the last four. Uh, Blaney has finished top six in three of the last four. I just think Blaney's in much better form. I think he's the better racer. I know Byron had the miracle win. That's basically it. I'm going with Blaney here. I think that line should be closer to minus 150. Now it's time to have Tony Schiavone go ahead. Tune in next week. For, we're out of time. See you next week on Nitro. All right. And uh, Scott, your last one? Uh, I got Elliot over Larson at minus 120. Uh, Larson's finished 10th or worse in each of the last four races here. With a pole last year, he still finished 20th. <laughs> Elliot's finished top eight in each of the last three. I'm going Elliot for one unit. Okay. That's it. All That's right. all I got. Very good. Chris, you got a favorite prop for us? God, I just crack uh, myself up sometimes. I'm only—I'm not going to be like Scott and give you 52 of them. I'm only, I'm, the only one that I was going to go with was I think Almirola at minus 110 over Bubble Wallace. 
All right. I just think that Almirola has, you know, he's won here. I'm, I'm not sold on Bubba Wallace yet. I'm not either. And in sticking with the the theme of uh, of jumping on Bubba, I'm going to take Austin Dillon minus 120 over Bubba. Uh, Bubba's actually the favorite in that, or actually minus 110. I don't think that's a good enough price. Give me uh, Austin Dillon at minus 120 there. Yeah, I got Hamlin. I said it was Hamlin over Lagana. Okay. Is that right? That's what I said. Okay. I said what I said, what I said <laughs> damn it. Right. That's what he said. He said what he said. I mean, he, asked what I, he asked who I had over Logano. I had Hamlin. We need Hamlin the guy, is who we thought he was. We need the guy roasting us. We need the guy roasting us like he was yesterday in the comment section that we need to, that we need to like start taking it seriously again. I think he was talking about the write-ups over at Winners and Winers. I don't think he was bitching about our picks. I could just bitch about our farm picks, man. Or, he can, or Chris... he can bitch about my play of the days. Oh yeah, absolutely. Know. Yeah. He can he can roast those all he wants. Stop jacking around, yeah. man. Stop 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 jack stop jacking around with uh with the having having fun on a wrestling show. What the fuck's the matter with you? Fucking mm-hmm. now you could be handicapping basketball. God damn it. Yeah, I mean and you could be have people bitching at you because you think that Dartmouth is gonna lose. Uh, God. Yeah, I had to listen to that for like 15 minutes. Who's Dartmouth playing Cornell tonight? Cor- Cornell. You think Dartmouth is going to win? No, no. That's what I had to hear oh. from everybody else. That Dartmouth was going to win. I'm like, well, what is, they're their favorites. So we, what? We hope not. We bet the back 40 on it. So I said that I had them in my top parlay of the day too. I had them wow. and uh, them and Min- the Minnesota Wild. It's a lock. It's a lock. Somebody's asking about the Wild in the comment section. I didn't, and I didn't get to it. I just just remembered that. Uh, very good. I'm looking at the over in that game. Uh, I just oh, yeah, for the sure. Panthers in the wild. The fuck, are you still talking? <laughs> okay, that's it, guys. 40, 49 minutes. Come on. Come on. Are we recapping? No, we're not recapping. Yeah, of course. I'll <laughs> tell what? you what happened earlier in the show. I'll, I'll, I'll recap. I'll recap. Here's Scott Reichel with his 57 prop picks. Let me let me do it. Else, uh, Reichel will start giving reasons again. So... For our favorites, I've got Larson, Rachel has Hamlin, and Chris has Blaney. For our mid-range picks, I've got Austin Dillon, uh, Rachel has Chase Elliott, and Chris has Scotty Bowman. No, Alex Bowman. And for our long... It could be Scotty Bowman, too. Who knows? For our long shots, I've got Christopher Bell. He has Alex Haley, um, <laughs> Justin Haley. And Chris, who do you have? Oh, are you sure that's not Todd Haley? Todd. Tad, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, yeah, I went with uh, I went with Eric Jones. Oh, that's right. You went with Mr. Jones. Yeah, plus six billion. It wasn't it wasn't D Benedetto. I like when D Benedetto runs because we have to make Rachel pronounce his name every time. D Benedetto. What? No, D Benedetto. Yes, exactly. You work on that. We'll try it again next week. It's All like is the Steve Austin thing that so you can hit it so it says what over and over again. What? Yep. Absolutely. What? All right, so I don't know that we're going to do this. Uh, thanks, yeah, cross sports, NASCAR, and tennis. Yeah, Rachel, he really does it all. He real, he really does. Yeah. So Bad I don't have a social life. All right, and we're going to pitch in and get Chris a, a hat that fits his head next time. So it's the it's the headset. Is that what it is? Is that, is that what they call it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, sure. Let's go with that, shall we? Hey, Chris, I had th- to improvise because of the fact that we kept getting feedback when. Like I don't know, it kept spitting out feedback. Tell him to fuck off. You getting feedback? Tell him to fuck off. No, 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 no the feedback from the oh, microphone. okay. Oh. <laughs> all right, very good. No, we we tell people to shut up all the time because we had one guy arguing that uh, 
you know, Robert Morris was going to beat Detroit Mercy last week, and then we had the same guy say Sacramento was going to beat the Bulls the other day. Bobby now he doesn't talk anymore. How'd Bobby Morris do last night? They lost. I was yeah, disappointed. You gotta say it was. I, 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 I guess he wasn't around talking shit about the uh, little problem with Uwe Pui, huh? At least that game still went under. They were laying 15 points against Uwe Pui. That shows how bad it is. Now, who would you take, Scott? Would you take IUPUI or would you take Dartmouth? Ooh. Uh, According to Ken to Palm, you... I go to a meeting first, but I'd take the point of Uwe Pui. According to Ken Palm, you take Uwe Pui. I mean, you take Dartmouth. It's straight up. Ken Palm had Uwe Pui as 358 before last night's game. Actually, you know what? I would take Dartmouth, but I'd consider Columbia. I, I'd take the points maybe against Columbia. I don't know. I'll tell you what. If you're making that bet, you ain't going to any of those schools. <laughs> I think if you're going, if you're if you're betting on that game, you might not be able to afford to go to the. No game. question about it. No question. Yeah, you are still three fifty eight. Absolutely. Hey, Chris. Thank- right, I, thought I thought maybe they would have moved past Mississippi Valley State or somebody. Oh, you, you never know. Dare to dream. I I, I texted Rachel. We're number three fifty seven. We're three fifty seven. So we'll see. We'll see if they moved up. Hey, it's been a lot of fun, man. I don't know that we're going to do this every week, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes, and uh, if we yeah, if we have a lot of accurate picks, we'll be on next week to brag about it. If not, yeah, fuck it, this never happened. We'll, we'll be on anyway, just to tell you that you shouldn't you should have listened to us anyway. Very good, very good. Uh, this is a lot of fun. I, I do enjoy NASCAR, and there are good opportunities. Somebody said it earlier that it is a fast growing sport as far as betting goes, and there are still some inefficiencies in the line. It's a lot, it's a lot easier to find inefficient lines in NASCAR than it is in the NFL. So if you yeah, like motor, sure. if you like motorsports, do some research and. Of course, you know, the engine can blow up. You can get spun out by Ricky Stenhouse. But for the, for the most part... Quinn, Quinn Huff could wreck you in qualifying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shit happens. But it's, uh, you know, uh, again, we we knew very little about it from a betting perspective. And by the end of the year, we were quite proficient at it. And we all made money. So, yeah, there's there's uh, money to be made. There's, there's gold in them, our NASCAR hills, guys. Just, just like mid-majors in college basketball, there's always inefficient lines there, too, because yes. nobody pays attention. Absolutely true. All right, so thanks, guys. Okay. Appreciate it. Dartmouth. <laughs> no, no. Go Cornell. Big red, buddy. Big red. No, I just think, look at it as an example. Oh, of yeah. Yeah, I, we see it the same way. We could all end up with egg on our face, and, you know, we'll cop to it. And then we'll just blame, you know who do? We'll blame Hess. I like it. I like it. Get on the dominator. So I don't know what you're thinking. It was all, all the time I had to spend capping NASCAR and, and uh, in wrestling took up my basketball time. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> so, all right, you guys have a great weekend. Uh, everybody out there watching, we do appreciate it. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Don't forget to like and subscribe. If you like it, share it. We never tell you to share it. So share the video. Put it out there in social media. And, of course, follow us on social media. He's Rychelle Radio. I am Steenroller. He is uh, betting royalty. Is that right? That's correct. All right, there you go. Uh, so follow us all on the big Twitter. You guys have a great weekend. Good luck on your basketball. Good luck on your wrestling. Good luck on your NASCAR. Good luck on your trucks. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Good luck on your NBA All-Star game. Just have a great time, everybody. Just a, It's a junk sport weekend. Enjoy. Let's make some money, and we'll be back and do it again all at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central on Monday as Scott and I will do our very best to help you in that perilous journey as we all try to head back to the window. Take care, everybody.